1: Welcome to Swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. Podslam is in the books, and now we have nothing to talk about. So let's try to you know, string together enough wrestling news that has happened over the past, I don't know, week to figure out uh, how we can spend some time with you all today. Over Skype, I have three of the other members of the Swoggle Squad joining me. First, it's a big old mystery. Where is he this
2: week? It's Michael Witten. I can just reveal a little bit of it. Guess who had Whataburger for dinner, boys? Texas Bastard. Dallas, Texas, which, guys, this is going to be a hell of a show. We've got The Undertaker here tonight on this episode, so everybody, stay in those seats. Don't go anywhere. You're going to be able to see The Undertaker.
1: Cause well, here change. The- Hear the, hear the Undertaker. They're going to see the Undertaker. No, I,
3: I want him to be a man of his word. You will all see it tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Whitten. We've never lied to our fans. Thanks for starting now. Guard subject to change. <laughs> uh, in Chicago is Rich.
0: Ooh, mama Pajama, let's go. Pod Slam is over. We fucking crushed it. I got some announcements coming up about that. And wrestling is in a wild ass place. Mama pajama, love, let's go. That's, I love that's
1: a, a Billy Joel lyric that never was. I love the post pod slam rich shows because it's just like, oh my god, you're back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the weight of the world is off your chest. You can breathe again. Oh, it's it's a lovely thing. Forever forever uh and speaking of a lovely thing and forever in new york is topa <laughs> oh thank you i i mean that could also be really mean but i, I meant to say it sarcastically
3: <laughs> yeah i know I, I, I realized that as i was saying that's very nice I'm like, oh you're an asshole
1: i just botched the delivery that's that's all that it was
3: <laughs> Ah, here I am. I, I've i been sick for a few days. I'm trying to... By a few days, I mean today. I've been trying to pull it together.
1: Comedy! <laughs> hey, man. This, I, I feel like this is going to be like uh, Jordan's flu game. For you. Mama Pajama. <laughs> Mama Pajama. Uh, oh, you cut out. Hey, can, I know. My internet just went out all of a sudden. And now it says... Oh, oh my God! I'm going to fucking butt-fuck Spectrum in the fucking rectum. (laughs) I'm a pajama.
0: Spectrum in the rectum. (laughs) Spectrum in the rectum sounds like a a Don King-promoted event. (laughs) Spectrum in the the rectum
1: was the show after Capital Combat in the 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 NWA. Uh,
2: Sounds like a Cypress Hill song. Spectrum
1: in the the rectum, yeah! (laughs) You're right. You're not wrong. Okay, cool. I think I'm all right now, and now my computer wants to schedule a restart. Jesus, titty fucking Jones. Let's do this. So, (laughs) say it one more time for me, Rich. Mama Pajama, spectrum in the rectum. Here we are live on Potswaggle. Speaking of rhyming things, let's just start with Hell in a Cell. (laughs) Let's 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 get the other way. So, so... uh, we will in a second so as usual up front so this is the first time we are actually like recording since PodSlam which is going to talk about it, I think a little bit later on uh, so thank you guys for that you've heard uh, the shows from PodSlam over the past uh, two three weeks um, and what we have coming up now our next big event is holy shit I got work to do it's 12 days away uh, <laughs> it's Swagglemania. Swagglemania 6 I think I don't know it's like Wrestlemania. I'm going to stop naming them. This is, uh, this is Swogglemania Pumpkin. There we go. Because I'm just looking at a Pumpkin in my living room. My daughter colored all over. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 16 of big-ass matches. I'm going to say all of them later on in the show. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really good Swogglemania. That's all I'm going to say. So, have your, your calendars marked 7 p.m. Eastern. That's Sunday. There's no pay-per-view. There's nothing else going on then. Hell in a Cell was nice enough to get their bullshit out of the way early. So we could take care of October 20th ourselves. I think it's bound for glory. Fuck. But, <laughs> hey,
2: we've beaten them before. Let's beat them again.
1: Ooh,
0: I might be down there for Swaggle Mania? Ooh, you're
1: right. I could really use some help, as always.
0: <laughs> we'll see what happens.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: That's called a hot tease.
1: <laughs> it's a hot tease. You made my wife very happy, so that way she doesn't have to pretend to be uh, interested for two hours and then fall asleep. Whoa, whoa, you know whoa. Is
0: this another Rusev Lana situation? I'm not trying to make any wives happy with a hot tease. <laughs> no, baby. <laughs> uh,
1: thank you for uh, making me Rusev in that situation. I'm not
2: trying to cuck <laughs> my best friend.
1: <laughs>
2: Again. Again.
1: Just kidding. Uh, Not this one, at least. So, (laughs) hell in a cell. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Hell in a cell. Uh, Hell in a cell. So, this has been, I think, in our almost 10-year history of the podcast, uh, like, one of the most action-packed last, like, eight days in wrestling. Uh, The show started right before uh, TNA went head-to-head with Raw Monday Nights. And somehow we started a wrestling podcast immediately after that, in the midst of like the worst, right? Yeah. And now uh, we literally are recording on Tuesday this week, and probably for the foreseeable future because we can't record Monday when Raw is happening. Wednesday now has two shows that is the two main shows we all really want to see. The show airs on Friday, which is when SmackDown happens. So
0: and the motherfucker's week- still coming out on a Friday.
1: Yeah. And it's still going to come out on Friday, so just know every news podcast from here on in is going to be early and late <laughs> at the same <laughs> time, based on the bullshit schedule that wrestling now has.
3: Yeah. Uh, and also, can't wait to do the Rumble Pickums
1: <laughs> fucking three days
3: before the last show. Oh, oh fuck. Lord. That fuck. is
1: going to have to be... We're going nope. to up. Fuck it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, don't pay. We'll figure something out. We will figure something out. We will figure something out. The rest of the show is going to be me (laughs) just in my mind, figuring out how to do Rumble pickups three days early. Oh, God. You asshole. Why'd you wait until... Oh, you asshole. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's see if there's even a company to have a Royal Rumble to at that point. Uh, (laughs) Because apparently everyone's just canceling all their shit. Let's start with WWE. Let's start with Hell in a Cell. Uh, we'll, start, we'll, we'll do Hell in a Cell, but also we have the Raw season premiere, the Fox premiere, last night's quote-unquote Raw. Um, AEW, NXT. Well, I, I know. Rush Hour 2, Rush Hour 3. Um, so we'll just do a blanket statement. So in the past week, we've had a lot of programs, a lot of a lot of things. I'm getting What is everyone's... What is every? you Spencer, okay? Yeah. What is everyone's biggest takeaway from the past eight, ten, however many days it, it's been, when people are listening to this, from the first big week of the war, if you want to call it that? And then we won't like dive deep into a lot of those right now. We'll kind of go back as we kind of hit company and co- company to company with with all that. Uh, Topay, I'll, I'll start with you. Biggest take like single event or just like uh it, it could be it could be let's do so your biggest takeaway and like and like the biggest thing that you think has happened because those should be two different things basically like what your take is so far and what has resonated the most with you uh biggest takeaway is uh
3: sh- we wrestling fans have a lot of champagne problems and my biggest thing that happened, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, no, I won't say that. I'll go with, uh, just, uh, fuck. I don't even know. So what's fucking happened. Um, I'll go with, uh, just a uh, two stellar shows. I know this. I'm like a moment, but just like two shows that both delivered, which they sure. didn't need to. So that's my, my big two things. Uh Win.
2: Uh my biggest What is the biggest take biggest takeaway and biggest thing that Your happened? Biggest
1: takeaway and the biggest thing that you think has happened.
2: My biggest takeaway is sometimes is, you know how like when people panic, people are like good and they keep calm and then when some people panic they just make irrational decisions. Yeah, uh, be? yeah. Uh, there's been clearly examples of that. That have happened in these past week. Uh, and the biggest thing that happened is... Uh, I canceled my WWE subscription before Hell in a Cell happened. So, love all of y'all. But no, seriously, yeah. just watch wrestling on Wednesday nights. That's the only night you need to watch wrestling right now.
1: We'll, we'll get to more of that in a little bit. Uh, Rich? Uh,
2: you
0: know... <clears throat> Uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Boy, can we put together a damn fine show Oh, just up until the end. <laughs> <laughs> that, I feel like, is an accurate statement for most of the shows that have happened up until this point that we were recording, as we mentioned, on Tuesday. Uh, the Raw premiere was like, it was chugging along fine until that dumbass stupid ending uh nxt was largely unfazed by this i think that was a stellar show and uh i think it's it's it it it, it does not bode well for them to in this faux war uh to have started in such a hole because the Latin, you don't want you don't want them you you don't want wwe to have the bulletin board material also,
1: I'm surprised you didn't say that show did, still didn't end stupid with Tommaso Ciampa coming back. But, I mean, you guys have, you guys have made amends. So
0: yeah, it. you know, the, the things are complicated. You know, humans are complicated. Um, uh, AEW, on the other hand, I was uh, quite whelmed by, and I was uh, uh, not a fan of their production um, or mm-hmm. the way they slapped together a show. Uh, mm-hmm. I expected not more from them, but just something very different. Instead, we got a wrestling show. Um, and I was expecting something a, more creative,
1: with with an with an ending that you know. Yeah, I'm sorry, your, but
0: your, fa- your taste. but, but Hagger slacks doesn't fucking do it for me. Uh, <laughs>
1: oh, I can't wait for Eric Rowan to wear that band's T-shirt.
0: Uh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, moving on to Friday SmackDown, I'm I'm gonna say it, I've been waiting to record for a while. I'm an Eric Rowan fan.
1: I think he's doing damn fine work. I like Rowan.
0: He's doing like damn them. fine work. Uh, th- th- that said, SmackDown was fucking fine. It was more so just a showcase for the Fox executives that were very confused in the front row. Uh, and then Hell in a Cell was what it was. Uh, 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 uh. Cut it off the hook. Yeah, it, it was a great show up until the end, which then it just went to fucking kooky land. And wasn't there an ROH pay-per-view somewhere in the middle of all that? <laughs>
1: no, nah, I don't know what you're talking
0: about. I don't know what I'm talking about either, man.
1: I honestly think that was two weeks ago. <laughs> it was. It could be
0: two weeks from now, for all I know.
1: <laughs> ROH died. i um, pretty I'm sure R-O-H, ROH is dead. <laughs> uh, and Spencer, who is now, I believe, in the studio. Spencer, uh, what is your biggest takeaway from the past crazy week in wrestling?
4: I'm here to talk about one thing and one thing only. And that's the fiend.
1: He just... Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Took his pills
0: with a four loco, so be that.
4: <laughs> I Sorry, I just I just, I just washed I washed on my lactate with a diet coke.
1: <laughs> Alright, that's funk buzzner funk buckner's cousin yeah. uh, Bizzard. <laughs> uh
4: what biggest takeaway for real though, the the fiend, they went fucking ham with the fiend and I was there for it, man. I fucking love that shit. The ending was stupid and I fucking hated it. But they made the fiend look like Like, y'all remember The Undertaker? Fuck The Undertaker. Like, this guy is crazy. And it's 2019 you're doing this shit? Yeah. Like, give me more. I love
1: it. They they made him, I I, I don't want to use hyperbole, but the most protected thing in, like, wrestling ever. Honestly, maybe ever.
0: Next to Santina's The Cobra?
3: (laughs) Shut the fuck up.
2: (laughs) (coughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Tope You're backed wrong. me up
3: on this. I mean, that shit was protected, but it was also protected so was like in the
1: days, so I don't know. Damn it, Tope, you bastard. You took my point. And the chase hasn't been kicked out, but the Cobra's been kicked out of. Because um, fucking, he's the shit.
3: So awesome. Fuck y'all.
4: You, you know who looks awesome now? Fucking Baron Corbin looks all, like his look. I love Baron Corbin's look right Even now. Even before this look, it. Across so many
0: different shows yeah. and so many different other platforms, it. Will never cease to amaze me how many women will admit to wanting to fuck Baron Corbin. He's
4: a rock and roll boy. <laughs> no, no, he's not. not. Dude, you know, because you know like, because believe it or not, there are girls that want to fuck me. And I'm like, for real. It doesn't make any sense to me either. <laughs> You know what I'm you saying? have so a it's...
1: crown. I don't have a crown. <laughs> you don't look like a stretched out Jimmy King from Ready to Rumble.
4: Yeah, I think we have the same stomach, but other than that, I don't know There's there's some similarities between me and Baron Corbin. <laughs> now look, uh, I fuck all the plat, like all right?
2: right? Oh my God. No, I do um, okay.
4: But um, also I wanted to say I love hearing Tony Schiavone being back on a wrestling show on TNT. That was a real treat for me. It's, it's a
1: treat. It's... We'll get there in a second. Uh what I was going to say to go back to the fiend point was if, if you really break it down. So Seth Rollins' finishing move was dubbed so quote unquote dangerous that he got it t- taken away from him for over two years. And now this guy's kicking out of almost a dozen of them <laughs> like, like at one. That's pretty nuts. Uh, so we're already here and we're already referencing it. So let's start with, with that. Uh, so I'm just in the same wavelength as Spencer about not. We had a pretty long Discord conversation about it. Not obviously bl- blaming uh, Bray Wyatt for anything that happened, besides the fact that he didn't like raise his hand and be like, uh, "No, not this idea." Um, <laughs> and he's still, for, for you know, for all intents and purposes, crushing it. And also yeah. not putting any blame on Seth Rollins, besides the fact that he was just like. Raising both hands and being like, "No, no, I can't survive this. No," um, and now we're at the point where last night on Raw, it just got a recap. And I, I, that, I didn't watch it. it is. is that what, what happened? That, it literally got like it was like that season of Dynasty that like Patrick Duffy woke up in the shower. <laughs> well, what I mean, you can't have.
0: There are things you could do. You could have like Seth do a segment from like the fucking hospital or some shit like sure. that you know uh it's you know this isn't unprecedented the last show after the a fiend match he wasn't on the raw so that sure. also Apparently he
1: was also was dinged up a little bit too
4: well sure well i don't he wa- got hit with that sledgehammer <laughs> I, I don't want to see the fiend I- on on weekly tv like
0: almost ever well i mean that's what we were getting in the lead up le- in the lead up yeah to it. like for four weeks in a row like it was a seth rollins match and then the lights go out and okay. there he is sticking his dirty fingers in somebody's <laughs> fucking mouthful sure yeah and uh because uh, you know he fucking sticks his fingers up his butt before he does that <laughs> no, he's a fiend he's a fiend. <laughs> he's not just a violent fiend he's a perverted fiend he's a pervert which
2: which, a which hand is it with the hurt or the heel hand which hand does he do it with depends on how you're doing it
1: <laughs> I I don't even know what I mean by that. don't <laughs> anyway, I think I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, so that that part's fair. And like we were talking about, like Seth Rollins should be on TV for a few weeks because I don't know, he just coughed up six gallons of blood. Um, but it's funny that they only just like they waited until the middle of the third hour to reference it to show the video of it, to even talk about it. the rest of the show, was just kind of like, oh, yeah, we have this draft on Friday, let's have some showcases, and like, and maybe it was a late rewrite, because I think also Sasha getting hurt also didn't help, that probably maybe two of the main pieces of the show were kind of unavailable at the time.
2: Oh, and also, but- maybe they
4: wanted to kind of bury it. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing about, like, how are you going to have, like, a 95% straight, like, wrestling show, where there's a draft, and, like, you're treating it like a legitimate sporting competition, and then you have... Fucking an undead, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a Michael yeah. Myers ass. You can't
1: have both. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have a a puppet having a lantern head carrying living dead boy, <laughs> just fucking destroying things. But I mean, Tope, would you say in our time that that was one of the most like vitriolic? reactions ever like that's got to be like pantheon level right in 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 what in what regard in in how people were just like this is not what should happen and voice their opinions and then as it was happening and it proceeded to get worse they just continued to voice it yeah the audience clearly
4: wanted the fiend to win over south Rollins,
1: or because of the way that that... what was happening happened yeah
4: sure sure (laughs) Yeah, it's very clear. You can't set up the fiend to be this kind of guy, and then not have him be that kind of guy.
1: What what other ones have there ever been, Tope? I mean, along those
3: lines, I mean, you got to go with the Daniel Bryan not being the Rumble.
1: Oh, the Rumble! Yep, Rumble twenty fifteen.
3: Like like the Seamus one, we were there. People like obviously people wanted Bryan to win, but they weren't. Sheamus wasn't that hated yet. It was the yeah. next night where he got... The next got night. Yeah. <laughs> and then going yeah. forward. But, yeah, among yeah, that. It was yeah. just weird yeah. to hear the town, the crowd turn and just, like, violently boo. Uh, that
0: and also Reigns win, winning the Rumble as well.
2: Yeah,
1: 14 was... and 15. I got, I got my year wrong. Yeah, yeah, both those years were just, like, rough city.
3: But, like, this is the reason why... Uh, think with was our last news podcast, so I'm like, I don't want him in the title picture for, like, four or five months, because it it's, a, it's a lose-lose situation in their eyes. It's like, you don't have a guy beat Brock Lesnar twice, one of, like, four guys who have ever done it, and then have him lose, you know, two months later.
1: It's like, just don't do the match then. Especially because in the past, uh, uh, the past couple game podcasts we did where we're talking over, like, SummerSlam records and, like, all-time wins in a certain time. And, like, like, people talk about, like, how well Roman's protected. Seth Rollins is on another fucking level in terms of how they've protected him and positioned him as to, like, never losing these big matches or these big situations, whether we see it or not. And now it's at the point where everyone sees this new shiny toy, which, for all intents and purposes is the more exciting thing because it is newer and they just don't know how to convincingly book a a, a pot baby face. So the point where we're already we're already predicting, shout out to our, our buddy Tyler Barr for already knowing the next time that Rollins and Fiend cross paths, you best believe that Becky Lynch is getting mandible clawed. Like that's that's, that's happening. We know it's we know we're seeing that shit. God damn. Another fucking cuck storyline. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Augie <laughs> was here because... We're up to really, what, three, four? <laughs> he was made for the question. Augie, how many cuck storylines are in wrestling right now? <laughs> can we can we also
2: just bring up the one thing that hasn't been brought up in this whole situation? The fucking red lighting. Like, yeah, yeah, I like it. I, I didn't. Would, why? Why would you do that? Especially when you have a cell that's red it's going to bleed everything out and no one's going to be able to see shit. Yeah,
0: apparently in the, ice- in the uh, arena, yeah. like you couldn't see a goddamn oh, thing. Yeah. It was yeah. poorly thought out.
4: The reason I liked it it's- from uh, watching from home is that like it absolutely set everything. Like it was like an alternate universe, you know? So it's like in a match where you have the fiend, it kind of makes sense to be like, is this real? Like, I,
0: I get that? one in his like set a tone, but like also they didn't, they didn't do that for the fin match. Did they? No, no, I- no. Did they not? no, so, like, no. you kind of already yeah, missed you. your opportunity to sort of to set that precedent yeah. and establish that. That's fair. And, yeah. like, okay, maybe it's different because it's in the cell, but, like, I they used to, they tried to do that they shit with, like, with Sin Cara, and it just doesn't, it doesn't fucking play. It doesn't play, and, and like, there's already enough going on with Homie that you don't need to do that.
1: And if you're if you're superstitious at all or you believe in these kind of things, just if it's a bright white match, just leave the fucking lights on. Don't project anything. <laughs> Don't have any fog. No holographs. You need to make some no phone bugs. calls. You call your people. <laughs> Fuck it. Get out of my wrestling <laughs> Because it's not going to
4: fucking work. There's nothing that's gonna, that you're going to say that makes me forget that I love AEW, right? <laughs>
1: Get fucking divorced. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So so that was that was as Rich was alluding to earlier. One of the three WWE shows in less than seven days that was largely good. The first two matches of Hell in a Cell, like as I mentioned, were maybe the best hour of wrestling of WWE wrestling pay per view I've seen in a while. The Becky Sasha match and the Tornado tag match with uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, fuck and, yeah, that uh, rule, man. I forever. Have loved a goddamn
0: tornado tag match. yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah. I, there's not nearly enough of them in wrestling. It's the Definitely. best best and most challenging option in any wrestling video game. It's <laughs> uh, it's a delightful conceit that is so simple and easy, yeah. and makes for nonstop entertainment because there's always shit going
4: down. Yeah. It's like when the uh, the Bucks versus the uh, the letter match the Bucks just had versus yeah, the Witcher yeah, yeah, Brothers. Yeah. Someone turned to me and was like, "What's going? Like, how come they're not tagging?" I was like, "Tornado dog, like it's yeah. Mexican style." Yeah, like. Ah, oh, man. I,
0: I didn't know it was a tornado tag uh, until I was watching the show and they announced it as such. I'm like,
4: oh! Ooh! Yeah, so much better. Good for me! Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited! They announced,
1: they announced it, I think, that day when they announced all the rest of the matches. If, uh, just so you know, uh, for the first time in <laughs> 10 years, we didn't do pickups on Sunday because, unspoken in the bylaws of Pottswoggle pickups, you need to have five matches or five qualifying things to do pickups for. We had four at the time in which we need to pick them. So we just fucking skipped it. <laughs> so nothing Honestly? changed. Ain't got nothing going on. And it was glorious. Felt great. It was so yeah. much fun. It was refreshing. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Y'all just so want to, to stop now. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, clear up that rumble question real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that was one show in which you well, had sp- a, do you mind a, you sp-
4: speaking of tag matches? I said one real quick thing. Was, yeah. The other tag match, I forget exactly who was in it, but it was the, oh, it was Heavy Machinery and Braun. Or not Heavy Machinery, fucking War Raiders. What oh, the yeah, fuck yeah. are the name? Viking Kings? <laughs> the the Viking Raiders. The Vikings. <laughs> the Viking Raiders and Braun versus uh, the fucking the the Bullet Club. Yeah. It was essentially, like, other than Braun, it was just a New Japan match. And I was like, fuck yeah, this rules. And then something happened where, like, Gallows came in. and Like, basically, like, the ref threw the match out and they DQ'd him. And I was like... Fuck this! This sucks. Like in New Japan, the ref would just panic for fifteen seconds, let it happen, and then let the matches go on, which I think is like kind of what I wanted, right? Like, I don't know. It was which just we'll a, get
1: to it. We'll get to in the main event of AEW in just a moment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, that's essentially uh, exactly himself, what happened in that as well.
0: Uh, from Honey Cell, um, something cool that I liked yeah. uh, was that women's tag match.
4: We got some green mist back, baby! Oh, fuck yeah! yeah. I'm yeah. into that. Yeah, I and like that. that's like I don't know. That's a pretty good choice to, to I, give that to. I like it. Yep.
1: I mean, any time we get more Kabuki Warriors on our television, which looks like we're actually going to finally fucking get, Yes, yeah. Yeah. I am agreeable for it. Uh, so that was the, uh, the final of the three shows that had the, uh, for lack of a better t- term, poopy ending. Um, the Raw <laughs> yeah. season premiere started out great with the murder of two human beings. What? Um, what? <laughs> Uh, so, the Raw season premiere started with Rey Mysterio coming out to cut a promo. Oh, yeah. I should have watched uh, about, this. I can't believe
4: I didn't watch
1: this. Yeah, about because uh, he was supposed to wrestle Seth for the Universal title that night. Mm-hmm. He's cutting a promo. He's thanking his son who's in the front row for encouraging him not to retire. Brock Lesnar's music hits, and he proceeds to toss Rey Mysterio around. <laughs> Rey Mysterio is, I believe, half the size of my daughter. Um, <laughs> for about five minutes. He goes to leave. Then he grabs Rey Mysterio's son and proceeds to beat him up worse than he just beat up Rey Mysterio. Jesus. Like, Germ- like uh, Dominic messed up the F five setup, so like he kind of like started to fall over Lesnar's yeah. head. Ugh. Lesnar just grabbed him out of midair like a piece of paper. Yep. deadlifted him and just threw him into the fucking uh, post. Yeah, and then gave shit. some gnarly Germans. Those were those
0: were those were West German suplexes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, uh, I'm just <laughs> going a little bit of English on it, man.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I see what you saying. It was about fifteen. That's how the show started. Crowd's fucking hot as shit stretcher dominic out mysterio gets in the ambulance with him takes his mask off in the ambulance like Did we crying. See it? oh i guess we've... he's been
4: on mask before kind of not. yeah
1: i mean yeah he's been for like two years but it's the first time like, really time in WWE you've kind of yeah. done it okay. and that's how the show started and the show kind of continued on from there again good show had a good heavy machinery rude and Ziggler tag match okay. uh it was, it was over a week ago i don't remember exactly and everything built up to uh oh uh, uh, rick flair and hulk hogan uh, both uh, slurred their words for 15 minutes in the highest rated <laughs> segment of the week. Boy, um, multiple meanings. Because <laughs> <slurred> their- <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they're going to be captaining teams at Crown Jewel, uh, which for 15 seconds everyone was like, oh my God, they spent enough money to fake doctor's exams. Like <laughs> They're going to book these two in a fucking match. Um, and then Rusev came back. And Rusev replaced Rey Mysterio in the main event. Well, Rusev came like, back the week before, technically, but yeah. No, that was that was no, that's the same night. That was the no, because he
0: came week. back because it was like, oh, is ah. he um, uh, Maria well, Kanellis's like baby thing. dad? I'm yeah, sorry, yeah.
1: sorry. He came back the previous week as man. This is Rusev's career right now. He came back the previous week as the Cucker, and then the following <laughs> week he was the Cucky, <laughs> the cobbledy Cucker. <laughs> Somehow. I don't know how it happened. Um, <laughs> Tell
0: me there's room on that Swaggle Mania card, baby.
1: There's not. <laughs> there's also 12 days left. Uh, so, yeah, so then Bobby Lashley came back. Let's <laughs> forget, not forget that Bobby Lashley's involved in this, huh? And then uh, they, uh, he proceeded to uh, have his mouth hump Lana's mouth on stage for 90 seconds. That's uh, a very accurate way of describing that. As Rusev watched. <laughs> What the fuck? And the whole the whole time I'm thinking of uh, one of my favorite quotes in wrestling history, and that how sad it is. Uh, Randy Savage telling Lance Storm, don't ever do a program with your wife, brother. You know why? Because then I don't have a wife anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this week's Raw started uh, with Rusev supposed to have a match with Randy Orton and Baron Corbin. And instead, uh, Bobby Lashley came up on the video screen in Rusev's be- uh, bathrobe, in Rusev's bedroom, in Rusev's bed... With Lana joining him in bed.
4: Okay, cool. And, so, like,
0: Brian Pillman. Well, and then Rusev proceeded to beat the
1: fuck out of
0: Corbin and Orton. <laughs> who, so like, those are two I guys that doesn't really just happen no, to. No, no. Also, uh, Orton and Ali uh, on a that was also pretty tight. Just want to say cool. that as well.
1: Mm. Orton's um, looking but, at matches like this little fucking kid's good. Was yeah. Awesome. That was a um, match
0: where, uh, in my head in my head canon, uh, Orton's walking back through Gorilla. And does it stop walking and just yells to Vince, kids, good. <laughs> we not want to say
1: anything else about any of our todays podcast.
0: Um, no, you don't get to say it.
3: I want to talk about it.
0: And now this is Podswoggle's.
3: <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Yo, motherfuckers that nigga wanna say nigga, 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 nigga. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, wrestling fans, ninety eight demographic <laughs> white boys wanna tell me that I need to be offended by Randy Orton. Randy Orton has more black friends than anyone else listening to this podcast, including me
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um,
3: hey, did it, lay hey.
4: it down.
1: Was was that an I love you the week of
0: Randy yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> was like a defense it of the week of those- Randy Orton. <laughs>
3: Well, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Definitely says the N word when listening to NWA in his car, Orton. <laughs> Say Louis, baby.
2: Oh <laughs> my god. Oh Orton's the
0: the uh uh <sighs> the one to show us all that you can have black friends and blue lives can matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: he's trying racist for real. Yeah
4: <laughs> There ain't no way, yeah. But
3: I went I so, went to Kanye concert and they were seeing All the Lights and I tell you, all the white people said, MJ's gone, that N-word's dead. So, I don't know.
0: <laughs> all the whites.
1: <laughs> all the whites. <laughs> all of the whites. <laughs> um, oh my god. This Maybe has been RJ Lights. Hates Rap. <laughs> 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 Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we, where were we? So, the one thing I will say about that cuck storyline, and not the other cuck storyline, because no one gives a fuck about the other cuck storyline because it's got Mike Bennett in it, and no one's given a fuck about Mike Bennett since nineteen ninety four when he was born. Fuck about no Mike Bennett. <laughs> Bullshit, Mike Bennett. Uh, but for this one, for as as still cringy and as bad as it's been so far, the crowd got fucking hot for fucking Rusev going nuts. Yeah, if it, if it gives us like killer instinct original rusev but as a baby face but as long as we get there and it doesn't and it, it's short then you know i'm for it you get and some skippy outfits you get bobby lashley and his shitty eyebrows it'll be and fun acting i'm looking forward to this
0: lashley acting baby <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I think i'm at the point now to realize with wrestling every Every turn, every segment, is just a movie trailer. To, and, like, I'm not, I'm not going to trust the movie to be good until I see it. But I'm going to enjoy it. There's some really good trailers for some really shitty movies. That's a so really I'm
4: interesting gonna, way
3: to put that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's how I've always thought about a hill turn. It's, that's why when, like, Nakamura turn, I'm like, this is awesome. This is like watching, like, I'm in your vision, in your head, of what's going to happen, like, in Act 3. And then it's a shitty movie. But, <laughs> like, you can either be upset and think they're gonna ruin it, or you can enjoy the trailer and hope the movie's good.
1: Yeah, that's, that's good. Deep ass shit.
4: Yeah, that's the best thing that's gonna get said on the fucking podcast today. <laughs> 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 well, the second best
1: thing I've Meanwhile, I Meanwhile, I'm over
0: here the cobbledy cucker. That's yeah. my, that's my fucking <laughs> Can we elevate this please rich?
4: Yeah.
3: To this <laughs> fucking
0: thing, Mama Pajama, let's go, baby. Let's fucking do this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I probably had the worst and the best thing because don't forget, I to the end we're like eight times in a row. <laughs> oh my
1: god. So, uh, so then that was that raw, and then the SmackDown premiere. Besides the fact that it falsely advertised to the live crowd, many things um, was again a good show. Rock and Becky Lynch just verbally assaulted Baron Corbin for fifteen minutes. Um, you know, good action led up to the main event, which was Kofi Kingston, who has been the most possibly well booked, despite the fact that it's basically been booked like the Intercontinental title, but the strongest booked WWE champion in recent memory,
0: yeah.
1: uh, losing to Brock Lesnar in five seconds. Uh. Which I understand from their reasoning and stuff I've heard about afterwards. Why they did it? Because it's Fox. They want a sports-like feel. They wanted to treat it. and even even said in his interview afterwards, backstage, was like, "I, I got caught. Like it's. It can happen in any mixed martial arts fights, any boxing fight. It can happen at the blink of an eye, and it happens. I, I, sure, whatever. Well, okay.
4: Except that it that's, only happens with
0: Brock. Well, and also except sure. that that's his big move. Right, so like, right. How oh you no, you got me by surprise with your big boot and leg drop,
4: right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So then that uh, led to, yeah, another odd ending of a wrestling show, which is Rey Mysterio coming out, you know, licking his wounds with uh, Cain Velasquez. Who... I thought Cain Velasquez
4: was Dominic at first. And I was like, <laughs> a lot
2: Whoa. of people did. A lot of people did.
4: <laughs> I don't
3: know who
2: the fuck
4: Cain Velasquez is.
3: I, you no know, fucking I, done it! Yes, I would
0: have 100% been on board. Yeah, if they had just said, "Come out with a couple of pipes
4: and just like beat the fuck out of Brock Lesnar." Well, time.
0: if commentary was just like, "Oh, Rey Mysterio comes out and there's his son Dominic and it's Kane Velasquez," <laughs> <laughs> like everyone's just acting like it's not. Yes, Kane Velasquez. Just, oh, yeah. please! Like, yeah, he had to go under surgery and he got some facial reconstruction yeah. done as well. Or no, no, don't even do that. that. Doesn't matter. Don't even fucking do that. Just that's time. Dominic now.
1: <laughs> He's cast actors all the time. Yeah, it's like, well, it's that's like, like the fucking
4: like it's like Oliver on the Brady Bunch. He's got a new one. Yeah, <laughs> What's the uh, the Once Upon a Time right. in Mexico trilogy. The first movie does not have uh, fucking Antonio Banderas. No. It's some other fucking dude who's the yeah. a mariachi. Yeah. Sure.
3: <laughs> this is. I know this is a wrestling podcast, but do you remember the Mighty Over and Power Rangers season where they had like a kid as one of the Power Rangers? And they should have just done that. Like, when he becomes, like, a wrestler, fuck it, he, like, have a kid, like a 12-year-old kid, and when he wrestles, he just grows to be fucking, like, like, Doc Gallows.
1: So it's like Shazam, basically. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking do it. <laughs> He's got a fiend with a mallet. You mean we can't get some of Michael Jordan's secret stuff to make a kid fucking fuck a it. monster?
0: Hey, you know what? Let's pitch it to someone who might listen to us. Your Master P, House of Glory, Shazam gimmick, let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I mean, it's basically the plot to uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. It's, it's well-trod territory. It's not out of the realm of
2: possibility. Yeah.
1: And Master P buying a wrestling company is like the 38th news story in wrestling for the week. You know it's a hot time, baby. Hold
4: on. <laughs> Master P bought a wrestling company. Yes. Because I just raised my eyebrow when you said that, that sentence, and I was like, that's a good idea. Oh, you're telling me it exists in this universe. Yeah, that, that broke today. I mean, Here now, I all I that
1: anything we say is just a fact about wrestling. Dude, now. That's, <laughs> right now. Anything yeah. Yeah. That's Wrestling
0: so- as a whole is in the fucking Tyson zone, which what's this? Hold on. Mike
1: Tyson just bought your car. Let's go. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, I feel bad for the first four rows when he says participant. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Ooh.
2: Oh, I do. I, I, I do want to go back to to SmackDown for a, just a quick moment after all this hilarity is done. Uh,
4: yes. Well,
3: we ain't done, baby. Let's.
2: go. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. We go, baby. Okay, I I understand the Kofi Brock and Kofi Gang. Call. I I understand that. Here's what makes me furious about it is that Tyson nice furious about it. Was that
4: Tyson furious about it?
2: Uh, we'll get there. Not... We'll get there. Here's what makes me furious about it. Okay, so
4: you Tyson have this... furious about it?
2: <laughs> so I'm mad about it <laughs> because Tyson because furious people... about it. <laughs> I'm done. That's I'm gonna, I'm a rule three. That's a rule three. That had to happen. Rule three, good. Yeah, It's my wife all over again. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <your what? laughs> so, no at least give Kofi like just one shot, like one trouble in paradise, yeah. just to get the people on their feet. Because in the end, you have this whole game Velasquez everything. That you had to milk for six minutes.
4: Mm, yeah.
2: then, and, and you yeah, still yeah, finished
4: off the air
2: early. Yeah, you still finished off the air early. Which is a fuck up on their part because they didn't plan well. That's what frustrates me about the whole thing. Everyone's talking about, well, you know, it's it's the whole Molly, you brought it up, it's the whole walking dead thing. For a character that you love so much it has to be a violent death in order for it to really grip you. No, not necessarily. Not in this aspect. Yeah, I don't think in this one that
1: that qualifies. Um, Yeah, yeah. The other problem is also that, I mean, it's almost a lock that there ain't going to be a chance for that match back. Like, New Day's probably moving to Raw, just guessing based on kind of where they're going to fit in for the future um and then brock's moving on to this velasquez thing and then who knows what else that's i don't i doubt that being in the cards um so i, I guess his reward with all this besides the fact that he got a way longer reign than any of us probably predicted was he got to walk into WWE's first nationally broadcasted like regularly scheduled show as the champion it's something he would always kind of hang on his mantle but yeah no you're 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 right you're you're one hundred percent right. Um now I'm fucking
2: talk about Tyson Fury.
1: Tyson Furious about it. Um, <laughs> is everyone there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tyson Furious yeah. and
3: not end the fucking podcast. Hold on. Tyson Furious about it.
1: <laughs> so
0: uh So he's a boxer, so, huh? So apparently, that's what they tell me. He
1: is. Yeah, he's uh he's a big deal. Tope, I, I know you watch MMA. Do you keep up with boxing as well? Uh, Just curious. Yeah, yeah, I, I keep a boss. Tyson in.
4: Curious.
1: <laughs> Fuck. Don't muttly laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing
3: with me. I would keep on saying that, and me and Spencer would do this for like four hours. And yes. that would be the fucking podcast. Yes. <laughs> so so. <laughs> I was going to breeze through it.
0: Tyson Chicken Tenders. <laughs>
3: No, like, I fucked up. Uh. <laughs> uh, he did have one of, like... Look up the Tyson Cher- uh Tyson Cherry. Jesus Christ. Tyson Chariot? <laughs> Tyson Cherry? Tyson I love his porns in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> the Tyson Fury-Wilder uh, match where he gets knocked, knocked down in the 12th round. Head hits the canvas. Everyone's like, oh, he's knocked out. And he just, like, gets up like he's fucking Walter. Awesome. Like, he is boxing's it's one of the greatest things i've ever seen in biden sports ever like cold knocked out about
1: boxing is that deontay Wilder's like the hardest puncher of all time
3: yeah and yeah if you can watch that nugget he looks like fucking walter mixon pco
1: who was uh
0: who was that husky boxer that won the championship a few months back
3: uh, what's his name? Uh, Ruiz, I think his name is. Yeah, this is a big fat guy Ruiz? who knocked out.
1: Yeah, who just knocked out this big fat. Uh... Isn't he like John Ruiz's like son or something? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so you, I was just curious because like most of us are going to be talking out of our butts about most boxing things. Um. But I do know, I do know the name recognition. Obviously, so did Saudi Arabian people because our two biggest matches at Crown Jewel are going to be. Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez and Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman and Team Hogan versus Team Flair and Team Hogan versus Team Flair. So I don't remember who it
4: was that brought it up, Uh, but like, it sucks that we have to deal with Saudi Arabia now because now, like, when's that? When's that pay per view happening?
1: Halloween. It's Halloween, I think. Yeah. So we just have to live in a world of three weeks
4: of just fucking like UFC dudes that we don't really care. You know what I'm saying? It's just like now it's bleeding into the real product I mean, it's not just like you know
1: what? it is going to suck for our weekly like raw and smackdown build ups but the very least it's not going to interfere with like our actual pay per views like at least if it's going to be on the shows that we already are hating and don't give a fuck about like it's it's a, a modicum of relief i guess good point but um yeah, yeah it's le- really uh Go ahead, Mullet. Sorry, I was saying it's, it's really odd that there's going to waste. Well, I mean, it's not a waste now because those shows are worth more money than WrestleMania. But the Velasquez Brock thing and the Tyson Fury thing, like those are two. And it's not like they brought in Lawrence Taylor after he's already fucking retired, or they brought in you know like celebrities past their peak. Like Fury's going to probably wrestle and are going to box in, like the biggest boxing fight since any of the fucking Mayweather Pacquiao or Mayweather McGregor things ever. And then Velasquez is legitimately the guy that ended, like, Brock Lesnar's UFC run. So, like, those are, like, mainstream things. That's why they're doing them. I get that. It's going to get attention, yada, yada, yada. It's just really odd. Like, I don't see how you book either one of those. No. Effectively at all. (laughs) Like, so you're going to almost definitely have Velasquez lose his first match. And then you're going to have Braun Strowman officially just become the big show now. Like, there's no way around either one of those two things. Unless they do, like, a non-finish with Fury and Braun, and, like, they do the old Hogan-Austin idea where, like, a bunch of people interfere, and they just beat them all up, and they're like, I respect you, giant man. Like. (laughs) Are they actually going to have Cain Velasquez? like, is he on the roster? Is he a wrestler? No. He hasn't officially signed yet. He's still negotiating with them, and he was negotiating with AEW because of how well his first, I think he's only worked two matches for AAA. Right. Yeah in Mexico. Interesting. And he, and he look and he's looked great. I mean, like, for oh. his first two matches, I would say it's probably pretty uh equal to like Ronda's first two okay. matches in terms of like I mean, probably lower than that. Because also for a heavyweight, he's working like a luchador style. So he's yeah. doing dives. Wow. Like he's doing like, you know, flips and stuff. He's
0: no D'Angelo but... Williams.
2: <laughs> but... <laughs> oh baby. Woo. In which in which oh. that's that's going to be interesting to see if WWE, if when fighting Lesnar, they want him to do the Lucha things that he was doing, or nope. they want... Well, then, good no. thing I'm not watching Crown Jewel. By,
0: by bringing him in with... Uh, I mean, I'm not watching Crown Jewel anyway, but by bringing him in with Mysterio, there's at least a chance that they have him you know, wrestle a more Lucha-based style. Because sure. um, you're already tethered had to, him, to him, but
1: was leg tackle Brock and just punch him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, but, I mean, naive me, but like, well, that could be part of the story that you tell. It's like Lesnar thinks that's uh, all he is, and then all of a sudden he starts halfway through the match, he starts busting
1: out. Yeah, that you would know, be cool. I mean,
0: Lucha stuff. Right, but that's, that's already more story that's ever gone into yeah.
1: anything fucking Lesnar ever. Yeah. Well, but also, no, they got into that story a little bit with Seth when Seth was like, who's the people he's had trouble with? AJ, Brian, like those yeah, kind of the things. the smaller guys. The so shit that, that I see, said that months before. Be part of it. It should be is, oh, yeah, I noticed that. Instead of me being a fucking hulking mass like you, I'm trying this shit because this is what affects you. It should be. Probably won't be, unfortunately. Because yes. that's what uh, Andrew has, nuance.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so have we uh, effectively hit everything on WWE?
4: I mean, do we want to talk about the NXT, uh, NXT uh, Finn Balor?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, all yeah, of it, so- honestly.
4: That
0: show fucking... I didn't watch the show. I, I... The, the show from fucking Tits the Tail was excellent.
1: <laughs> yeah? It was, I... my favorite, it was my favorite show of of the week, by oh, far. Okay, I need yeah. to watch it. Yes. The best match of the week was Riddle and Cole, as well. Yeah. It was my favorite match of of everything that, that I've seen. Yeah. Not the past uh, week. Before... Hell in a Cell, Becky and Sasha would probably be close, but I think I'd still give Riddle and Cole the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's gonna be... So Finn's the first big shot. Uh, I don't know whose idea that was. You'd it, be hard-pressed <laughs> to think it wasn't Finn's. Um, <laughs> but they did that just unannounced as like a surprise and then They lost. So now my thought is, and my my wonder is, like, what next? That's my fear, is that NXT will become the, is going to be the show that is going to be trying to throw all this shit on the wall to see what sticks, because they're going to want to get a W over AEW sooner rather than later. And it's certainly going to be hard, because it's not the newer, fresher product.
0: Well, that was the the problem with thinking that they were going to, pull in a close rating at all I mean the the number that they brought in was not good uh, but that was always going to be the case on AEW's first night that was 100% exactly that scenario always going to be the case because that was the one, one with the most intrigue, and I, well, even this week or not, like it's still like gonna it, it's it's gonna be a longer game. And yeah. I mean, here's I the how the many weeks could AEW is, go in a row? Eighty six weeks the, in a row, winning or the the point the point is that WWE wants the narrative wants to craft the narrative to be AEW versus NXT. Yeah, when AEW needs it to be either just completely on a fucking island right. on their own doing right. a completely different type of show right. which they didn't yes. do. no they didn't uh <laughs> or they need to be in the conversation with ron smack
4: that's a really good point because you're you're absolutely right like ww like vince is basically like chosen the battleground for like yeah and that, to put on
0: his terms I'm, I'm, i've made the point on really i forget point. which show or whatever but like they want to be they want to be able to say like we snuffed them out with our third brand yeah oh absolutely. Right. right. Like that's what they want the story yeah. when it's all said and done to be. I don't know if it's going to take AEW moving to a different night or whatever, but like, it's yeah. it's it's a battle of narratives essentially. Yeah. Um, sure. And I, if it stays as is, NXT in the long run is going to come out on top.
1: I, I if it is what it is, the only problem with that, like we talked about, is that it isn't. As what's the word I'm looking for? It isn't as not unique. It, it, it isn't as it isn't as, what's the word like to, 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 yeah despite curiosity. It isn't as provocative, I guess. It isn't. It isn't going to be the thing that people are like, oh, this like it's been around. What it's, nxt? Yeah, it's yeah it's the same place. It's the it's the same well, people. So it's the same coat of paint. Well. One of the
0: things that it like is being rumored or whatever is they are going to be going on the road in 2020. Uh, it Rose. is going to become a road show. Uh, hopefully, they still keep it to just like what they do now whenever they go on the road and do it to like theaters and like smaller arenas yeah. and stuff. Keep that like the old
2: hip field studio sort of fucking place feel for to WCW. it, yeah. center yeah. stage,
0: yeah. Um, and and also like so, something else that y'all described in the discord was that that. That NXT show, that first one head-to-head, that was basically a takeover. Yeah. yeah and cool. now they don't have to do a takeover. They can actually focus on story and plot and and, and characters and stuff like that. The shit that they've been... Which they thrived Exactly. For the last however many years. Um, and so, yeah. So, like, if anything, they got the burden of that first... Mm-hmm. They, they got that shit out of their system. They don't have to mm-hmm. do that again. <clears throat> and let's yeah. say we're like want to pop something. Right. Uh and now they can just focus on what they've
1: been good at for years. Just consistency. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a really good point. Uh Tope, as as an industry insider, can I ask hey. you a question? Of course. Uh what like for like networks and for like what's the expectation on a show if you have like a, a, no specific examples, but like a show like AEW that just had TNT's best debut in x amount of years what's that second and then third and fourth the expectation because the only other thing i can think of just because it's within the realm is i think of the xfl and i think like oh my god it did 10 million fucking viewers (laughs) and then the next week it did like fucking four because everyone (laughs) saw what it was totally different here in that AEW was not xfl week one but what what does that kind of look like, and what like with what you know, what would what would your expectations be? So the big thing is they go into the reins,
3: and the network's going to have their expectations for a number so they can sell ads on that show. And they're going to wait a few weeks to make sure the numbers are consistent. And once they are, they're going to start selling shows. So you won't see a lot of crazy crazy promotion until they are sure. Okay, this is going to be one of the top shows on Wednesday night every night. We can start promoting it and making ads off this a boatload. But the way that TNT really does their sports stuff, it's NBA first they pay so much fucking money. <laughs> and you're we're gonna mm-hmm. find that out during playoffs, which is unfortunate when we don't get AEW maybe for two weeks straight. Or they move it to a Friday <laughs> or move it to a Thursday.
1: WWE um, so bumps for a fucking dog show.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> like, <laughs>
3: so it's going to happen. Um I yeah. know when we see Shaq and Chuck on a ww which I which needs to happen.
1: But I, I think the network every fucking week the, the Kevin the Kevin Smith and Jason new spots should be just two different people. It'll be Shaq, Shaq and Chuck one week. It has to be. It has to be. But I think
3: they're extremely yeah. happy, but it's going to I think this week is irrelevant, like you said, for the XFL thing is irrelevant. If the next three weeks are dog shit, so awesome start, but it's going to be a few weeks before the network even knows if they like it or not.
1: Can I bring up one point? And that's and that's saying so. One uh, one second, the thing I was going to say about the piggyback for that was that's saying something with them because AEW, at least like for me recently, like advertisements have been like unavoidable, like. I went to go see fucking Joker on fr- opening night and at AMC one of the, the commercials before that movie was a fucking like minute and a half AEW fucking trailer essentially.
0: Yeah, like, I was I was out at like bars and shit like that and yeah. just seeing like AEW commercials on TV and Me too. And Me too stuff,
4: yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So like so that's crazy to think that it could get even bigger if like I mean, yeah, if they see their investments paying off. And they like all the stories that are happening because also we went over it. They have like what two other fucking shows? <laughs> like yeah, the they're, 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 yeah. They don't have much right now. Uh, Witten.
2: The one, the one thing I wanted to bring up when we were talking about the, you know, AEW against NXT and how it's going to shake out and everything. Somebody brought this up online. I can't remember who it was. Forgive me. NXT, yeah, kind of had like a takeover show. It was a lot of big matches, a lot of big things. AEW's first show was a good show, but wasn't really, as far as the tier of quality of wrestling, up there. So, as the weeks move on, AEW can always go up mm. and always reach higher tiers. But NXT started with such a huge bang that yeah. there's they can't go higher than that.
0: Well, they can like I said before like actually focus on story and things that keep you like tuned in consistently and stuff like that. That was more of a showcase but, than anything.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, but I definitely get Witten's point is like yeah, yeah. let's say you let's say you legitimately have people who are like, "All right, I've been hearing all this shit about wrestling. It's been on the cover of a bunch of different magazines and everyone's talking about it. Let's let me get back in on this." And they watch like both of those shows those first week. It is an interesting quagmire in that. One show is probably going to settle into something more More consistent and like story-based, and the other ones might put the pedal to the metal even more with fucking high spots and action and what you know, kind of what that program is probably going to more so look like. So it'll be interesting to see what the reactions that are. Um, We're already kind of talking about AW, and Richard mentioned earlier for the first episode of Dynamite. Yeah, please.
4: Um, How was Joker?
1: <laughs> it was. Uh, I will uh, equal exactly the review that Andrew Zenger gave to me when I when he saw it the night before. Uh, it's unpleasant, but we, we needed it. Huh, okay. I, I I dug it a lot. I dug it. Rich already mentioned he was whelmed by dynamite. I would say that I'm kind of in the same boat. I enjoyed the show, um, but still had most of my nitpicks from prior shows retained
4: mm.
1: throughout that show. Not a lot of nit, uh, nitpicks were satisfied with even a couple of new ones. Um, did anybody have a, a bigger swing from watching that show, or did anybody have anything that they kind of noticed as uh, a, a future downfall or a future positive, like...
4: Well, I actually totally agree with with you and Rich. Like, I I left it just being kind of like, oh, that was it? Okay, like, it was a good show, good, solid show. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as I was watching it, I got, like, TNA vibes from it a little bit, or Impact vibes, where it's like, yeah, this is a good, solid show now or whatever, but, like, is anyone going to watch it, you know? And obviously, I'm I'm being a little hyperbolic, but it's kind of like, is this going to be real competition (laughs) for WWE? I, I don't know. I mean, all right. Like... If, if, speaking as a pretty big AEW like you know support. stand right yeah, now yeah for sure
0: I a lot of my stuff do they, it is come uh, a lot of my gripes do come from like a production standpoint yeah. and just like the way they structured the show like one both parties were guilty of using picture-in-picture all Wednesday night that was they used it too much. Yeah. I know they wanted to go like commercial free or whatever
4: and like give you as much action as possible, but like at a certain point, like it's a little disorienting. Just cut the fucking commercial. Yeah. Like just Just structure the structure it differently so we don't so it doesn't matter if we see it or not.
0: And AEW something that something else that they were doing was like they were having both wrestlers make their entrance and then cutting to commercial, mm. which is bad. <laughs> like yeah. I I alright. Um I'm gonna change channel now. And I just saw two people walk, and then you went to commercial. Yep. Yeah. Like,
2: uh... I just saw two
0: people. And, 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 and just, like, a lot of a few other, like, little production nitpicks, yeah. like, WWE does a very good job of, uh, more often than not, you don't see their other cameramen. Uh, when you do catch them, you notice it, because you never yeah. catch them that much. That's a good point. But on AEW, you saw a lot of production crew and camera people, and... And just like just little things like that. Just like, ah, just, just clean it up. Learn how to do production. Yeah. Um uh uh like it, it wasn't a terribly well directed show. And then on top of all of that, just on, on a, a grander scale and scheme, is one of the things that uh the elite and know particularly the elite always kind of chimed. Like they're their go-to. Like mission statement, if you were, uh, if you will, is uh, they want to change the world, right. and mm-hmm. that's what I was more so expecting. Because again, all the shows in the the run up to it, like that's just you know like getting just just like working, working the, the kinks gr- out, yeah right. working the kinks out and like just figuring out how to basically do a show, right? And I I just expected something that I that i wasn't expecting yeah I you know i expected sure. different type of segments i expected different types of like uh, presentation of characters mm-hmm. uh different types of mat. like i expected more creativity to go into it yeah and instead it yeah. felt like and there's still cody just implemented what he learned mm. uh and yes there is still indeed time for that we have Probably the most interesting part of the entire company, uh, get to really debut in uh, on the show, and that's their tag division. Where you get best friends, you get uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus
4: uh but, yeah all the personality basically yeah
0: yeah essentially yeah. Uh, the show just like to me just lacked a little bit of personality and it was a wrestling show and yeah. i was expecting well
4: that's what the kevin smith something... and jason mughes thing kind of was like a fun little in the middle of like oh this is fun like, yeah yeah mean, a little bit of personality yeah. injected into and it and if
0: you know anything like you know that jericho's in jane's alibaba reboot and right. like kevin smith and jericho are kind of tight they they do this thing where they'll do a rewatch of a movie cool Uh, And the first half will be on Jericho's podcast. The second half will be on Smodcast. That's fun. And they've done Bad News Bears and Pulp Fiction. Uh, Yeah, the Pulp Fiction one is fun. Um, So it's like, if you know that, it's like, oh, yeah, cool. They are, Of course they are. Uh, I also love that Kevin Smith was just there the entire time in that seat. Just like fucking loving the the show.
1: He just dug it. And Muse yeah. left halfway through to just go fucking smoke a private party. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, uh, the, the but, thing, I mean, yeah, so, gonna, was, so just
0: to wrap up my yeah, entire yeah, yeah. fucking thing, yeah. uh, I I hope that they start doing more inspired television. Um,
4: I wonder if they didn't want to, like, if they wanted to play kind of safe just for the first episode, you know, like... If
1: that's the case, that's the r- wrong move. Huh. Exactly. Yeah. If, yeah. I 100 percent agree with you. If that is the case, yeah. then they were incredibly hypocritical. Because,
4: yeah.
1: Um. And again, you're establishing a company. I know you got to do tournaments to make champions. Like, there's ways. There, there's traditional ways to set up all these things, and they're going through them as well. And I, I don't nitpick that. But for a lot of stuff they've talked about, and a lot of stuff they put on blast in this first show, their very first match was one with essentially a roll up. Because uh, they didn't want to put one person over stronger than the other, uh, they had their main event basically, essentially get switched out and no. false advertised. Sure, Kenny Omega went through a glass table, but that's not going to suffice everybody. Um, they had there was one other thing I was going to uh, nitpick. Oh, I mean, I love Jay and Silent Bob as much as the next person will, but you still had like a celebrity mm. cameo taking up time and space, you know, just to cross promote whatever. Um, there were still, like, these things that, you know, those aren't changing the fucking world. Those aren't game changers <laughs> either, but you are you are going to be under a fucking microscope. Yeah. So, do, do your best to try and avoid those. The other thing, the one thing I was happy with was uh, that the show was focused in terms of it being a serious production, because... My one fear with Fighter Fest and mm. with being the elite is them still dipping their toes into too much of this, you know, comedy. Uh, you know, co- not breaking kv because who really gives a fuck? But right. so being tune, elite, we watching at the camera. The being elite, we watched in Chicago was one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. Was fucking horrible with the SCU comedy bit and Kenny's fucking die jack promo and all that stuff it's like this is the antithesis of what you should be doing and i was fearful that like oh they got their show coming out like next week like that's gonna influence that that's gonna be more part of it for this one it wasn't but going forward i don't i don't know um so it's it's still it's still wide open there's there's still a lot there uh witten or uh, tope anything you guys would kind of add on that first that first show Um, for me, uh, it was good. Like it's, I, I thought it was a better show in just
3: terms of just not going crazy. Even though it was the first show, but now you guys you now have pretty much everything that I had. Just yeah, same here. Continue to build a good show and good solid shows, Evan flow.
4: But y'all, y'all do make a, a good point though, where it's like, well, if, if it's going to be alternative to WWE, it needs to be the alternative. So if they are playing yeah. it safe and they're, it's essentially just. A carbon co- not a carbon copy, but, you know, it's pretty similar to WWE yeah. in terms of, yeah, it's deal. If you tune in, you're just you could,
0: I mean, fuck, Jericho was at the Rangers game the next night, and he was billed as WWE Superstar.
4: Oh, it's rough. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, like, yep. there, there you go. I'm not saying it has yep. to be fucking Lucha, Lucha Underground. Right, right. That's just but the like, team his dad
1: played for. They don't even know that? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not saying it needs to be Lucha Underground, but it's got to it's got to so I can feel yourself. different than that. Yeah. I, I one one last nitpick is uh, they can pat themselves on the back for having promo pro, pyro all they want, but if the pyro doesn't, ba- if your pyro is silent, don't have pyro. <laughs> yeah, you can't. It's 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 a fucking it's a it's a multi-factor authentication. <laughs> okay yeah. every time every pyro that WWE has there's a boom to yeah, it yeah. and, and if, you're, if your pyro goes <laughs> then you bought it at the okay. grocery store <laughs>
1: yeah then it it's called like Panther Kits or something yeah exactly <laughs>
4: Emits showers of sparks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's something you and Vito spent too much money on in 2011.
0: Hey, man, that was a good package. Um, All right, fuck that. It was,
1: it was a lot but of money, but it was a good package. Just, uh, speaking just of which, a also, note
0: to their pyro department.
1: Damn it. Same thing with the music. The music still bothers the fuck out of I me. Mean, I still yeah. can't discern one fucking song from the other. And also, if you're going to have surprises in, make sure they have a sound and not have a Jack, uh, Jack uh, Swagger Hager fucker. Um, oh, I which, thought that was just hey, some looks,
0: dude that worked at the uh, local car dealership service center, there to sell them tires,
1: look, and again, a tuna. Bigger than every fucking else. Does your like, car need and to be
0: winterized?
1: Fuck him. I was okay with it. the ropes, but that's. I mean, at this point, there's not anybody else that's going to move needles because the one guy that would move a needle, he's going somewhere else. Uh, but. I,
0: if you're gonna, I'm yeah. sorry, man. Jack Swagger ain't been relevant since he, had, since he had an eagle
4: mascot. Well, so the thing with him is he's not like a <laughs> UFC guy who's got like a decent record. You know, like I don't give a. fuck. Well, no, you shouldn't give a fuck because you know him as Jack Swagger. and you're they're Like yeah. I don't give a fuck. But they're like in the same way where it's like, well, I don't know who Cain Velasquez is, but guess what? People oh, who Cain Velasquez. We're bringing in all them Bellator, Bellator. heads. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All those, all those Bell ends. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just saying, oh, like you know, I'm it's... just saying, like
0: all I saw on Twitter at, after the, at the end of that show was just like people just being like, okay, here, oh, you know, he's he was all he had a good run at the end of Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah. He's undefeated. He, you know, okay, like just fucking Twitter, just talking themselves into sure. Jack
1: J.K. God, sure.
0: yeah. Fucking Cabo Wabo is ass. Turn you know, him into fucking
1: know, we
0: have that... <laughs> Turn him into fucking Sammy Hagar, <laughs> but Jack Jake Hagar. Oh, and just yes. just make him fucking Sammy Hagar. I Fuck love it. that idea. Fucking Jake Wabo.
4: <laughs>
1: Jake Wabo.
0: Sorry, I'm Can interrupting you call him everybody Max? tonight. Wabos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know Lucha Underground, the company he helped kill. Love him. On him. So that's AEW. what have we not hit from the past week what have we learned <laughs> uh, i'm not going to talk about the punk thing yet even though i'm pretty sure he confirmed it today that he's going to be on the fox show
0: okay and when, when that
1: happens i'll just re- i'll just record by myself and you guys won't have to worry about it and it'll be fine wrestling analyst um, Bill brooks is going to be on uh, this fox show
0: okay fs1 right
1: Yep. Fox Sports won WWE backstage with Booker T and Renee Young. Where I don't know if it's going to be like in kayfabe because also like his radio show, the radio thing was on the day. He's like, if it something sucks, I'm going to say it sucks. Where I'm like, well, that that would be you out of kayfabe. Well, I mean, that really no, that's not. <laughs> that's and in in anything. He's just going to tell you whatever the whatever the fuck. But um, um uh, so that's my favorite wrestler. A tope's favorite wrestler was in Pittsburgh today. Which is where all the WWE doctors are. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. You know, Just the biggest star in the history of our industry. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, my God. You know the worst thing is, I was serious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well,
3: Have one match. <sighs>
1: okay. You'll watch that Saudi Arabia show, right? Oh absolutely. <laughs> okay, just just a second. Just a second. My guy will probably won't go over there, but yours will. <laughs> yours will definitely go over. Uh, yeah. Um <laughs> Uh we talked about how Swell was accidentally booked against Bound for Glory. Uh which I car's shaping up pretty nicely. It's a decent decent little show that I see. Um they got moving there. Um New Japan just had. What show did they just have?
4: I don't remember the name of the big show, but they're on like Road 2 something or other right now.
1: Well, I know King of the Wrestling is coming up, and that's where that's where uh, the Suzuki Liger matches, Sonata and Okada. I think it's Evil and Ibushi for the, the briefcase as well for like the Wrestle Kingdom shot. So um, they're, they're kind of sitting back right now and just letting everything kind of happen. Uh, There was a report earlier the week that the president was stepping down as well as Minoru Suzuki was leaving. Really? Just like the Gator News, nobody can, like, confirm it. But that's the rumor that Harold is a Harold Mage is moving aside and that Suzuki, who's been unhappy for a while, is going to leave. Wow. um, That was a short for Harold. But, yeah. um, I don't think he's even been
4: in charge for a year. Maybe a year.
0: He didn't even reach his third beat.
4: <laughs> yeah, not a very
1: good herald, is he? If, if, if Suzuki <laughs> is on the free market, I want him to do exactly what Cody did when Cody left. Just make a fucking list and do it all, please.
4: Yeah. yeah. Right. And then, and then
1: end up in he- AEW. He's already
0: booked for warrior wrestling uh in Chicago. That it's yeah, that yeah. Uh, oh. promotion that, like, a fucking high school principal yeah. does as a fundraiser.
1: And Suzuki's Brian Cage be is their there? champion.
0: And, yeah, Suzuki's going to be at the fucking next Fuck.
1: show. Yeah. Well, I want I want Suzuki, like, in NXT for a year. Like, oh. tell me you don't want
2: have- Johnny
1: Gargano getting tortured by Minoru Suzuki for 25 minutes. Yeah, Um, And then, like, him do Bola. And then him do, like... Um, yeah, him bola, him. Yes. Do Bola, yes. One of uh, what else am I fucking missing? King of uh, Trios. Do <laughs> uh, what, what did you say? King, King of trios. trios. King of Trios. If Steiner can do it, alright. <sighs> this is Mullet with his Shakara update in hopefully three sentences or less.
2: I used to feel down, down. But I hit the ground running man. About Scott Steiner, and when it's done, we are going to be laughing out of your fat asses.
1: So, here's your Shakar in three sentence update just about Scott Steiner. I'm playing both drops right now. (laughs) Scott Scott Steiner was in King of Trios this weekend, and they had a swear jar for him. (laughs) Yep. Scott Steiner put his entire wallet in the swear jar. (laughs) I only got two sentences, but fuck it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they got eliminated in the second round. Like that, you have Scott Steiner and Leady, little PD Pump and Thick Mama Pump win that whole goddamn thing. What a fuck you, Ophidian! I'll get him on your side. <laughs> uh, yeah, King of Trios, and then a surprise Rumble entrance at number two uh, against King Corbin, just like Kenny King in the in the Honor Rumble. Ah. hope the crowd gets it, and then yeah, then go to AEW. Have him and John Moxley stab each other in the hearts, and then, Ooh. and then retire to uh, <laughs> do whatever Thanos did in uh, Endgame. Play a uh, fucking pick pick fruit. <laughs> works for me. Um, but I would not be surprised if that Liger match, if the rumors are true, like that Liger match is like the perfect send-off for him. He gets killed by Kishin Liger, <laughs> and then he just leaves New Japan. I meant to. Um, yeah, it works. Uh, what else? What other what other things have we missed?
2: Uh, I mean, even though no one gives a fuck about no bullshit ROH, the rain is over. It's true.
1: Uh, I looked it up after Rich had mentioned it earlier. Uh, Glory by Honor was before all of this, of course. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was Friday, September twenty seventh. So it was before all of it. Um, and yes, yeah, so so with so Taven Horse's belt, Roosh defeated uh, Matt hey, Taven.
4: Hey, okay. <laughs>
1: Matt. And then Jeff they, Cobb and then, and and, Birdie King were on the pre-show, Jesus, because that's where they should be. Um, that sarcasm, please don't fucking. I was talking about my sarcastic tone tonight. Um, uh, and then immediately after that show, Roosh and Dragon Lee were fired from CMML. CMLL. Whoa. So, so those. So rush is just probably going to be hanging in ROH for a while. Uh, Taven announced the TV taping though that he did re-sign with ROH. Uh, apparently, the story was. Uh, that uh, ROH threw him more money than what a main NXT guy would get.
0: Like, you're negotiating against yourself. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> told you to do that.
1: <laughs> yep. So now, like, now I think Marty Skrull's going to be the highest paid guy in wrestling. <laughs> because yeah. if they're throwing that, if they're throw Matt Taven, like, Adam Cole Shinsuke Nakamura NXT money you gotta pay Marty like he's fucking Steve Austin in
4: 98
0: (laughs) that's the market you made for yourself Uh, wasn't there some bullshit about like somebody I don't know if this is the ROH show or the New Japan shows in America but like somebody like called the emt company and told them that the show was canceled the night before oh, and they yeah. didn't need to come in yeah, like, and yeah like what the show Japan was that show got like squatted it was a Japan yeah. show okay yeah and like someone tried to like sabotage or some shit yeah it was weird because then like some yeah. but then there was like the new the new york paramedics that said that it's like oh we can come and hang out for a little bit until you get another one out there And then like somebody was outside, like blocking them from entering the building or something like that. Weird. Very weird. And also ain't
1: nobody give a shit about no bullshit. Roh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me, I went to ROH's front page. Let me just like tell you the main stories on ROH's homepage. Uh, a reminder that Roosh won the ROH world title Mm -hmm. at the same night that Angelina love won their women's title. So one step forward, two steps back, uh, Jim Johnson is making their themes now, and did a theme for P.C.O. Uh, okay. Bandito is injured. Uh, Ten <laughs> questions with Lanny Poffo. What has
4: happened? <laughs>
0: oh, also, uh, I believe the buy rate for that pay per view. Um, this is probably yeah. online and on TV. Was eight hundred people? Whoa, eight hundred people. Yeah. I can name eight hundred people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. Nobody's got a power right now, do they? <laughs> I
3: know.
1: I wish.
4: Why is this episode five and a
1: half hours long? <laughs> um, also, uh, this happened when we were in Chicago, but AAA ran that show, that pay-per-view, uh, with Cain Velasquez like, a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. And even worse than the ROH show that Richard talked about, that show apparently on pay-per-view had less than a hundred buys. Yeah. Like Melzer said, like there are some like main Hispanic markets that like they were banking on people buying, but they never ran an advertisement for. But, so it just like zero buys. Jesus. God. I could name a hundred dogs <laughs> that I know.
2: <laughs> That's unfair.
1: You can't use a lifeline. You could not use Charlie as a lifeline.
2: Uh uh, I guess the last thing I'll bring up is, you know, speaking of all these new shows and everything like that, NWA.
1: NWA's had their their first uh, show. It's been oh. it's been a week, and this is how news podcasts are going to be from here on in. Is because every fucking week it's going to be like, oh my god, do you believe NXT brought back fucking uh, who did they bring in?
0: Savio Vega. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: he's an NLW. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're right.
2: you. <laughs> And he is on TV right now. Savio Vega? <laughs> He's on MLW. Savio Vega is
1: in MLW.
4: What about the rest of Los uh,
1: uh, Jose Estrada, I think, is dead. Miguel <laughs> Perez choked on his back hair. Oh, and no. I don't remember the fourth guy's name. You're naming <laughs> teachers that I went to high school with. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were Los Bariquas and you didn't realize it.
4: Man, that sounds right. I fucked up.
1: Um, well, if that's the case, we'll wrap up this, this news podcast. and record a little game podcast after this. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Podswaggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the other in our network of shows. A lot of the Podslam shows have came out and are still in the process of coming out. So Make sure you got your uh, eyes and ears tuned for all of that patreoncom slash audio for bonus content, great stuff uh, from uh, from the, that weekend. Uh, some of the shows from Podslam are going to be on there uh, here very very soon. We also have um, actually, my turn of thought, Sorry, oh yeah, uh, we also have uh, on all social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube for past Podswoggle title tournaments. Uh, we have Twitch. I'm going to go through the Swaggle Mania card here in just a second. But uh, as I mentioned, on October 20th, 7 p.m. Eastern, Swaggle Mania 6, coming at you live. Uh, Facebook. I said all that. Damn, man, I am fucking these plugs up. Something fierce tonight. God damn, pajama-rama, whatever the fuck Rich is saying. Mama um, pajama. <laughs> pajama. Uh, podswoggle at gmail.com is our email. Please let us know what you are thinking. Same thing on the Podswoggle mailbag, r- arcadeaudio.net slash pod mailbag uh, rich you said you had some some stuff earlier for, about possum you wanted to talk about
0: yeah uh, so as you probably know uh, we uh, raised over four thousand dollars for connor's cure at this year's pod slam um, our goal is five thousand dollars we can still make that uh, we have some like leftover volunteer shirts uh, and we also have uh, a bunch of posters left including uh, the signed poster mm. Um, oh. by like most everybody that performed that day, and I'm gonna set up some uh, online auctions, uh, for those. So let's see, uh, what we can what we can get for those, and we also have like a bunch of other stuff that's kind of left over and whatnot. I can. Oh, a bunch yeah.
4: of the door prizes and things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, build some online auctions, get those up, um, and yeah, uh, and you know, get a little bit closer to our goal, and uh, but yeah, I want I just want to thank everybody, uh. For That tuned in, that donated, uh, that supported us uh, these last five years. Um, It's uh, it's it's been a blast, and and uh, we've done some really good
4: things. Yeah, some good. Yeah, yeah,
0: so yeah, keep an keep an eye out to all the PodSlam social media accounts uh, for more on that to come. Mill
1: Dog, I didn't forget. I forgot. I'll send you your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say I didn't forget, but I absolutely forgot. That'll get sent out to you next week. I swear um yeah swoggle mania I, I mentioned most of these matches these are all gonna be new to you guys and next week we're gonna do pick on all this so be thinking about your picks now for what's gonna be the craziest swoggle mania of all time of course we have an unused rumble that i do every year i'm gonna give you guys the list no one else will know it except each of our individual picks for this crazy 30-man unused rumble Uh, We have uh, the first match my daughter, Jillian Mullet, has ever booked in her entire life. Doc McStuffins versus Vampirina in our Disney Junior matchup. (laughs) Uh, uh, We have uh, this. This show really has come a long way. (laughs) It really has. Uh, The fourth annual Augie Artillas Memorial Triple Threat that was booked (laughs) on the streets of Chicago as a prostitute was yelling at us. Harley Race versus Jim Nighthart versus Zack Ryder.
3: He wasn't a prostitute. He was a sex worker. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the Ms. The Mrs. Dad Five Way, which you can get at Stick and Shake. So every created wrestler Miz that I've found Mrs. Dad will be in a match under a different name against one another. Uh, uh, Walter versus Walter, and that second Walter is the Jeff Dunham puppet. Um, a uh, Hell in a Cell Eight Man, uh, an All Star uh, match from everything we've had this season. Charlie Way. C.T., Killian Dane Cook, Mean Bean Okerlund, Officer Magnum, Rudolph Ziggler, Samoan Cookie Monster, and Captain Crunch, all in an eight-man hell in a cell. Augie Urtillas himself is booked on the show, taking on Baron Corbin in the grudge match of the century. Uh, All Might versus Thanos. Nothing else you gotta say fucking there. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and AOC versus the Olsen Twins, in a heels-and-heels all-star matchup from this season. Uh, What else we got? Uh, We got Pasta Malone versus Mecca Kona Reeves in the match that will surely make Rich poop himself. I'm just shit myself. The Arcade Audio tag team match, uh, Arcade Audio tag titles, Wreck-It Ralph and a hockey player, still champions, never lost at Swaggle Mania, will take on uh, the all-star team of the Burger King and Jack Skellington, two people that Spencer tried to uh, pick that I couldn't find but have now since found, (laughs) and Alistair Black and Zack Sabre Jr., our last two March of Madness champions of the team together uh mule store versus engross the andrews angry chris mullet uh, rivalry continues pco versus the frankenstein monster i haven't even announced that one yet that one's just <laughs> perfect uh, there'll be some stipulation there uh in a uh fire pro wrestling crossover kazuchika okada versus conor mcgregor and a rematch from their match earlier on this year uh the heels and heels title which they haven't even told me yet and that's a reminder i need to check with them what they want to do for that and then our main event your current Potswoggle champion Because Auggie sucks, is Gene Simmons. And uh, (laughs) what better person to wrestle the demon Gene Simmons than the demon Finn Balor in the main event of Swaggle Mania? All right. Demon, demon. And I wasn't going to book Dale Torborg because he caught it. Demon, demon. What is that? I don't know what
0: that is. I don't know. (laughs) Is that sugar, sugar? Yeah. That's what that was. Okay.
4: No.
1: What was I thinking? Uh, Oh,
4: demon, demon. No, it wasn't that.
1: Yeah demon uh hello mother was he doing that demon demon. Said- demon demon demon. tell me
0: what to think i don't tell me think the things i'm thinking like i'm thinking the things i'm thinking you think <laughs> what do you want to think demon demon i'm thinking my own thing i think it's like a uh fucking uh billy idol thing i don't know oh
4: maybe it's Rich. maybe it's um maybe doing rebel rebel that's what i <laughs> <laughs> he dropped his fucking phone and that's not Billy Idol. That's fucking Bowie. Rich, even
0: uh, one what's his face? Think. It's
4: Bowie. Bowie. Yeah.
0: Who was that? Is Eric Eric, no, Eric not Idle. Eric Idol. Yeah, Eric Idle. No, no who's... Eric Idle from Mighty Python. Uh, uh, it, oh, fuck. Oh, Billy Idol. He... Bill... No, 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 David I Bowie, Bowie Idol. Idol. Who's the fuck fi... Iggy Pop? That's Iggy another person I'm thinking no. of. No, <laughs> these are my thoughts. That's no.
4: <laughs>
1: I'm going. I go bed now. <laughs> I go bed now final thoughts no <laughs> I just had a
4: fucking no. break I watched it happen. normally it's me doing this yeah doesn't it scare you yeah I guess and now I see you I- through I guess I see where you're coming from now
1: <laughs> it's These weird final thoughts Write this ship
2: <laughs> who me yeah you oh I ain't no chance of hell that happened Tony That's Furious final <laughs> <laughs> Nick Furious. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Rich After Pod Slam. <laughs>
1: this is Rich After, yeah, exactly. Uh, for Pope, for Whidden, for Spencer, and for two and a half year old Rich. This is Mullet. I'm gonna go for Podswaggle. Playing Podcast Entertainment. We are Swogging off.
4: <laughs> we go bed
0: now.
1: <laughs> yeah, <you're Mr>. Rich.
0: <laughs> I need to make wet.
4: Make wet. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go <laughs> Oh. <laughs>